Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. Did I start too quick? No. Oh, okay. Hey, Jeremiah. <laughs> hey, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens when you go live. <laughs> well, welcome to everybody out there, and thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of Leap of Faith podcast. And yes. I'm Lorraine. This is Jeremiah. Hello, hello. So we were uh, engaging in a little conversation before we started recording. Uh, so, um, yeah. So we're just thankful and grateful that everybody is out there listening to us, whoever you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are episode 44.1. And we are wrapping up almost Hebrews. So yep. congratulations to everybody uh, for running the race with us. Yeah, yeah, we're getting close to the end of the New Testament. We are getting so incredibly close. I'm like so excited and sad at the same time. But then, you know, we're going to keep going and we'll start the Old Testament, which is always fun to dive into. So. Oh, yeah. Just excited about that. So. So uh, how are you doing there, Mr. Man? I am doing well. It's been a pretty quick week for us. Yeah. Uh, it tends to be Cassie works when she works three days in a row during the week. It just kind of flies by because everybody else is pretty quiet around here. Yeah. Yeah. It did go by very fast. I can't believe I've been back for over a week. It's so yeah. weird, you know, uh, and then we canceled our trip to Hawaii. So, so I'm still here. And it's good, you know, trying to get back into the groove and, you know, it's been a little challenging. Exactly. But we're there and we're we're doing good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So, all right. Well, uh, I know that uh, you're short on time today, and so we're not going to rush. No. But, uh, no. We do want to go ahead and dive in. So, uh, do you want to open this up in prayer? I would love to do that. All right. Cool. All right. Let's pray. Holy Father, we come before you now, Lord, and uh, we lay at your feet and give you praise and glory. Uh, we are so grateful for the blessings that you give us in our life, Lord. And my prayer is for, uh, it's a little bit personal right now. I know I'm praying for uh, my children right mm -hmm. now um, and everyone's children, actually. I pray, Lord, uh, if you have them, if you know people that have them, uh, it's a challenging world. It's it's a different world, I know, than what, what we grew up in. And Lord, uh, my prayer is for those that maybe lose their way and uh, mm -hmm. trying to think about the world as opposed to you, Lord. I pray for encouragement, wisdom, and for them and for us, Lord, that we have the right words to say, the right way to love them back. Um, I don't think that they're necessarily lost, but they, they need to get back on track, Lord. Yes. And uh, we pray for that. I pray for our listeners, Lord. Uh, I'm grateful that they're joining us uh, every day as we read through your word and that uh, we have the opportunity to share that with everyone who comes to listen, Lord. And so we pray to keep bringing them to us, Lord. Keep giving us uh, uh, the opportunity uh, that that's a blessing to us to, to, to keep doing this, Lord. Uh, most of all, thank you for your son, uh, Jesus, dying on the cross for our sins so that we can actually uh, be free to do this, Lord, and, and do it in a way that's uh, encouraging and loving. Hmm. And pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> yeah, we do need to be encouraged. Thank you for that, uh, praying over our children. That's huge. You know, one of the things we were talking about, this is to the listeners, uh, we were talking about um, there's nothing that makes Satan more happy than to break up families. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, praying over your kids is huge. Uh, yes. and it's amazing how he is very sneaky with the way he infiltrates into families. So, uh, you know, you have to be on your guard and prayer is your, one of your most powerful tools. So yeah. 
Um, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's go ahead and dive into Hebrews chapter 40, uh, I'm sorry, ch Hebrews chapter 12, episode 44.1. <clears throat> God's discipline proves his love. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. <clears throat> And let us run with endurance, the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given up, I'm sorry, not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord's disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits? and live forever for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years doing the best they knew how but god discipline i'm sorry but god's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening it's painful but afterward there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way so take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak, your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. A call to listen to God. Work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. You know that afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. You have not come to a physical mountain to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. For they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. Even If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven, who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth 
but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe, for our God is a devouring fire. Whew, that was a lot. Yeah. I'll have to say, <laughs> going to to thinking about, we've had a, a personal conversation about, about our kids. This really kind of helps me anyways. Yeah. You know, um, thinking about discipline and what we're doing and what God does. Yeah. That's, that's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not a coincidence. No. Never is. It's really not. I mean, I know, you know, some people out there might be thinking, oh, yeah, they orchestrated this. No, we did not. You know, this was completely organic. You know, the con we hadn't read. I I had started to read it for like five seconds before we got on here, but right. I didn't get into it that deep. That it, And yeah. then that conversation. And yeah, so, yeah, it did hit home big time. Yep. Um, there were some things I wish I think I wish I had uh, I wish I had highlighted a little bit better the last section, but I didn't. So there was a there was a lot of holes for me. So we'll have to work together with the highlighting part. All right, all right. So where did you start? Uh, I started in the the second half of verse or the middle of verse one. Um. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily tri trips us up. Yeah. Uh, just thinking about, you know, getting rid of the, 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 oh, the word escapes me now, but. Um, Welcome to my world. Yeah, I know. Getting to the core of issues sometimes. Um, you know, I, I, I do think about a lot of things that I do and say, but sometimes I don't get deep enough. And so this is just a reminder, like, hey, you need to make sure you get over the pleasantries and get to what's, what's really going on. So let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. I What I'm getting from that, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but, you know, We've been reminded over and over again that God doesn't, God forgets the sin. Once we've like asked for forgiveness of it, it's like he's forgotten about it. But being humans, we can't forget, you know, it's like it's in our memory. So I think that that's what this is trying to say. It's like, you know, let's strip off that weight. We need to get rid of that weight so we can be more productive. Oh, I do like that take. Is that not? I is like that. that. No, I think that's actually, yeah, I, I really like that. That's what I was feeling from that, you know. Huh. And then, you know, and then he's encouraging us because I, I highlighted the next section, too. I put, and let us run with endurance, which is funny because we've said that about this podcast so many times that we are in a marathon. We're not in a sprint. Yeah. So, and let us run with endurance. The race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our uh, faith. You know, strip off the junk, try to like get rid of it, and then keep running. You know, once you get rid of that heavy burden, you can run with with lightness. Oh, you know what, Lorraine? That makes me feel so much better. Well, <laughs> seriously, God. I'm so I'm so glad. Thank you. <laughs> no, yes, that that your 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 view of that verse really changed a lot of. It at oh, wow wow. <laughs> well, that's awesome. See, there's always a reason, right? Oh, I'm. That was good. It does. It takes it takes a weight off of us. You know, we have to release ourselves. Look at you. <laughs> Don't start crying. Yes. Ah <sighs> uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's that's 
That does my God. heart. See, and we were talking, how was I saying yesterday? I was so discouraged, right? Yeah, yeah. So today is like a whole new day, you know. I'm going to liken it to, and I, I never, I don't think I ever got a chance to say this, or maybe I have. And if I'm repeating myself, I'm so sorry. But I think that every day you have to do it like a diet. You know, you start a diet and everybody gets discouraged because, oh, you ate the donut at the office or whatever. And then you feel like you fell off the wagon. You know what? It, tomorrow's a new day. So you start fresh. And I think that that's what this is about. You have to keep starting fresh, you know, and every day is like, you know, yesterday's yesterday. It was crappy. And now today's a better day. And I started fresh, right? Yes. You know, I think that's what we have to do. I think we have to just keep, you know, you know, get back on the diet again and read your Bible every day. You know, again, uh, and I, I'm kind of going off a little bit and I'm sorry to the no, no. other word, but reading your Bible every day is so important. And so if you don't get to do it, like, okay, let's be transparent. I didn't do the podcast yesterday. I'm going to have to do it after we do this one. <laughs> So I'm going to have to act like I did it, but I'm not going to have to because now everybody knows that I didn't do it yesterday. <laughs> but I just could, I, there was, I was so dragged down yesterday and I was so discouraged that, I, and that, again, it's Satan. Satan got a hold of me, he got in my head and prevented me from doing it. That was my own fault. You know what? Like we've read in the past, shake the dust off of your feet and move on. And that's what we have to do. And so... Today is a new day and we keep going. So if you miss a day, get back on the bandwagon and just keep reading. You know, do I, the, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I and I got to say reading the, the and, and find a place where you can read with other people. Yeah. I, Lorraine, this is hitting me like. Um, the, your point of view on this is so spot on for me. Like you, you can't like my brain is just like steam's coming out of it. Like out of my ears. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, my I, little brain's exploding. It's not me. I mean, it's God. It's God, you know, it's all God. It's not me. Well, I, and, and I, I, I get that, but that's why you, you know, I know you do that with, you read every day with um, your friend, who her name has now escaped me. Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. But you're welcome. Um, wow, I just I don't know how much I can do. <laughs> like, like just taking a different perspective on this is just like I my mind's blown. Because yeah. I carry stuff. I do. I carry a lot. Yeah. And oh man. Just like it's just mind altering. It's 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 this is a big breakthrough for me. Awesome. Well, Huge. I'm so glad. I'm so so glad. I mean, is, <laughs> everybody's getting to listen to it. Everybody's getting to, to witness, you know, an epiphany. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's this is like. I know we got to move on, but it's like, well, I just can't. I'm going to try my best to keep going. <laughs> no, that's all good. It's all good. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just, I'm glad that, well, you know, like I said, shake the dust off and, you know, yeah. we really can't care. It's hard. It's hard, you know, especially when we're going through stuff, you know, yeah. and it, it is what it is. You just, uh, you shake the dust off your feet and keep moving on. And that's what we're going to do. Oh. Yeah. You good there? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, get a box of tissues. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so uh, the champion who initiates and perfects uh, our faith is Jesus. Um, I went down into three. Did you get anything else? Uh, no. Okay, so think of all the hostility he endured. Oh, well, actually, actually, I did. I should have highlighted it prior. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. 
you know, that's pretty amazing. You know, he disregarded because there was a lot of shame involved with it, you know, yeah. being on the cross. Right. Mm -hmm. And now his reward was is now that he's seated at the uh, at, in the place of honor next to God on the throne. And then think of all the hostility he endured from the sinful people, which he did, right? Yeah. And then you won't become weary and give up. Just imagine. I mean, we didn't have to go through any of that junk that he went through. No. You no. know? And so, you know, keep fighting the fight is what this mm -hmm. is saying. That's what it's saying to me. Yeah. Um, after all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. So, again, you know, you, you got to... It said it in two days ago. It said something about uh, how we, uh, in uh, chapter 10, verse 26, it says, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there's no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. You can't keep on making the same sinful mistakes. You have to be repentant of the, the sins that you're, you've committed. And that's, I think, again, this is more of that here. Um, and then what else did you, what was the next section that you had? Uh, all of verse, uh, the quote there from verse five and six. Yeah. You know, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you for the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think sometimes having your own children and I mean, I guess you can look at your father or mother as a discipline you, but sometimes it's, you know, when you are a parent, you can understand it a little bit differently when you have to discipline your child and you're doing it because you love them, not because you're trying to be right or be an adult. It's because you, you love them and right. you care for them and you want them to make better decisions. Exactly. Yeah. Parenting is not for the weak. It's yeah. not the faint of heart. It's It's a tough job. Uh, and, you know, uh, I thought I, you know, and it continues into seven, you know, yes. as you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. You know, that that's the comparison is, you know, you have to think in terms of if God loves us so much, he's going to discipline us. And there is discipline involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for whatever you've done wrong, there is discipline and, right. That God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? Uh, if God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, it means that you're illegitimate and you're not really his children at all. Mm -hmm. You know, he's doing you a favor, you know, and as parents, we do our children. You know, I, I was probably an extremist when it came to discipline. And I've said this before. J poor Joshua. He was. You know, he was the experiment. I feel bad sure. for him because I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. So I probably went over the top with him, admittedly, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but for better, for worse. I mean, I, you know what? Those kids that don't get disciplined, you know, right. I, I don't know what to do with that. You know, I'm, I'm going to say, for instance, uh, I used to work as a waitress at a Ruby Tuesdays when I was living in Florida. Parents who let their kids run around the restaurant drove me nuts. Not because, you know, uh, it, it was bad, obviously, because the kids were annoying, but it was also a safety issue. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're carrying a hot pot of coffee. You know, mm -hmm. and that kid runs into you and you spill hot coffee on him. Who's going to get sued? You know, who's right. going to, and that kid's going to get hurt. You know, if you don't keep your kids in the, in the seat, you know, I promise you, my kids sat at the table every time we went out to dinner. I never let yeah. them running around. I always, I, I had to bring something for them to keep them occupied. I did it, but there was like, no, and if they, if they for once stepped out of line, I literally took them out to the car and disciplined them out in the car. Mm -hmm. And they knew it. They knew that mm -hmm. if they started to act up, there was going to be repercussions. I, <coughs> I would take Joshua shopping. And if he started acting like a maniac in the store, I literally took him out to the car and took him 
took them down. I'm like, dude, you don't do yeah. that. Say what you mean, mean what you say. That's mm -hmm. like that's Sharon's quote. I say it all the time because if they, if you don't, they they think they're going to be able to get away with stuff. Right, right, and uh, and that's what God's trying to do for us too, so that we learn not to think we can get away with stuff. Exactly, exactly, and you know what? We have to we have to be disciplined in order to be more productive, mm -hmm. and that's what it comes down to. You know, and, you know, you're going to have people out there like, oh, you know, we're free spirits and, you know, we're this and that. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I, I mean, the free spirits are one thing, but discipline, it's taught in a lot of different places when you're trying to do the best that you can do. Yeah. And no matter what it is, you have to have some some discipline. Well, and the other thing, too, is you have to set a standard, standard. Uh -huh. where you know your children know that you are the authority mm -hmm. and that you are the final say so um you know i've been accused of oh you know we should be friends and you know we're supposed to be friends and i don't tell you anything because we're not friends and i'm like okay you know what that, that's not the way parenting works you mm -hmm. know I'm, I'm put on this earth to parent you to teach you and the friendship comes later you know that's yes. the way it's supposed to come right I, that's exactly what what we've done with our kids too and we try to do you know i'm not your friend right now but if i discipline you and i treat you and love you as my child then when you are older we can be friends that's right that's exactly right and that's what god wants from us i think yep. you know i go back to that song i am a friend of, uh Right. I'm oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. He wants us to be friends, but he has to be the parent first, you mm -hmm. know, and he has to set the rules in motion in order for us to follow the rules. And the, and God doesn't deviate. You no. know, he's got a plan. He's a God of order. He's a, and, and he he set it in motion and you follow the rules. That's what you're supposed to do. And let me say, I was not a rule follower for a long time. And it took me, uh, we've talked about this. I, I have to specifically think about following the rules all the time. So, you know, that's what he, uh, he wants to be our friend, but you got, exactly. he's got to be our father first. Yeah. All right, we kind of went off the deep end on that, but Sorry. that's okay, We this is good, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So what did you have next? Um, I think I'm down to verse 10. Is that, is that where we are? Yeah, I actually did the second half of nine. I did. I did too. Okay, go ahead. You can read it. Well, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline, uh, of the father of our spirits and, and live forever? Exactly. That's a, oh my gosh. Yeah. We can love and respect our dads here on earth, but you know, ultimately, the guy who's going to be the father over our spirit, right? Exactly. I mean, ultimately, your soul is going to be in heaven, and you want to follow that guy for sure. Mm -hmm. So, okay. <coughs> when you did 10, did you want to read it? Uh, for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they know how, knew how, which, which I like that, doing the best they knew how. Yep. Because they're not perfect. Nope. But God, but God being perfect, his discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I went into 11 as well. No discipline yes. is enjoyable while it's happening. No, nope. it's not. It's painful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. It's true. You know, nobody yeah. likes to be, nobody likes it. It's painful. It hurts. However it is that you get, you know, whatever your discipline is. And, but afterwards, and I think that children realize later that mm -hmm. it, they, it had to be done. Right. They don't appreciate it in the moment, but later on, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I can see why now. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that they do see it. For better, for worse, you know, exactly. but like. 
Well, the th that like you said, that that line, uh, we our, our earthly fathers did the best they knew how. I say that all the time to my kids, right? Mm -hmm. Oh when yeah. We've had that conversation. I tell them all the time. You didn't come with a manual. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I didn't get the the book of you know Joshua or the book of Jacob. <laughs> like no instructions. It didn't say, okay, Joshua is this 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 kind of person, so you need to do that. Yeah. You know, you, you you do the best you can and hope for the best and hope, hoping hoping you're doing it in a godly way, in a loving way. Yeah, I didn't always do it right. I, you know what? Sometimes I did spank him out of anger. I'm going to say it out loud. I mean, I, I spanked my kids. Most of the time we did it in the right way, you know, in certain order. But there were some days it was like, oh, I just opened up a whole can of whoop, you know what. <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. going to say it. But, you know, it is what it is. I, yeah. We're only human. So, mm -hmm. all right, go ahead. You, What's next? Uh, 14. Yep. Uh, work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life. Yeah. You know, for those that are not holy, we'll see the Lord. So that's, that's really what I try to do. Live in such a way that God's light shines through me. Um, for those that don't know the Lord or don't, I want to show his love in his um, his will and his holy life. That's all we can do. You know, yep. uh, we can only, you know, hope that we're living a godly way and that people in the end, we're going to say, oh yeah, they, they were, they were Christians and yep. they lived that life. You mm -hmm. know, that's all we can hope for. Yep. Um, I underlined, watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you corrupting many. Mm -hmm. Did you highlight that? I highlighted before it. Look, look after each other. Oh, so that okay. none of you fails to receive the grace of God. All right, I got that. All right, I again, I took a little break there because I was reading uh, so carefully. So, did you highlight anything in the next up to twenty-two? Um, I highlighted uh, the end of 17 that it was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. They're talking about Esau there. Who yeah. His birthright. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was back with the old uh, covenant, mm -hmm. too. You know, he didn't have the blood of Jesus, so he right. there was no repentance at that point. But it was also mm -hmm. too late because... He'd already given his birthright away. Yeah. So there was no turning back at that point. Exactly. All right. And what else did you get? Uh, in, in 20, because they were talking about uh, Moses, I just highlighted they staggered back under God's command. Uh, if even an animal touches a mountain, it must be stoned to death. Uh, you know, he's talking about the Israelites not being able to handle what God was speaking or disciplining them, I think is, you know, kind of goes into it, but listening to God is what, what we're talking about here. And um, they didn't have, it's almost like they didn't have a choice that they had to, that they were so scared. You know, okay. So I, I do actually, I wish I had highlighted in here. So at the very beginning of this, it says, uh, you have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. You know, I think what he's saying here is that you you haven't been through the worst of the worst, maybe. Right. And then, for they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. You know, it's funny, I don't remember reading this, and we just finished, you know, like I said, we've been reading the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think that's why God stopped speaking to people? Like, do you think that that's like the point where God kind of went silent and stopped? Like physically, like physically speaking. Physically speaking. Yeah, because I mean, who wouldn't like to hear God talk to them, you know? But I'm wondering if that was the point. I don't know. I'm again. I'm out. If we're wrong on any of this, please feel free to communicate with us. <laughs> 
and let us know. But I don't know. I'm wondering if that's the moment where God stopped physically speaking. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I never thought about that. It just kind of pinged on me when I read that. Um, and then Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. Can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine Moses himself saying that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he must have been pretty loud. I don't know. Uh, I highlighted in 22 just the city of the living God, Mount Zion. Yeah. Um, you know, because of Jesus, we we get to go straight into the city of the living God. We don't have to, right? Yeah. Um, and then it says, you have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. We, we're, our names are written in the book. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's the way I'm reading it. Yep. Did you have anything else? Before I turn the page, um, I don't know where you're turning the page at. I'm at 20. What was that? 23. Yeah, no, I highlighted all of 23 and 24. Oh, all right, I can do that. Uh, and then I jumped into 24. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people. And to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Did you highlight all that, too? I sure did. Yeah. Uh, it, it comes down to the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right? 100%. Uh, what else do you have? Um, I didn't highlight to the end of 25. We will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the people of Israel didn't escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger. So we're not we're we're able to, to listen straight from God and we're not going to escape that. Yeah, I did highlight 25. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean. Basically, that was kind of like a negative connotation of you should listen to Jesus. Right. That's the way, you know, flip it to be a little more positive. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, I highlighted once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of the creation that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that the only unshakable thing will remain. What I envisioned with this was how they shake uh, the, the wheat and separate the wheat from the chafe. That's what right. I was envisioning when I was reading this. So God is going to shake this earth up. And the heavens, he's going to shake everything up and he's going to eliminate all the junk. And the only thing that's going to be left are the unshakable, the faith of the unshakable people. That's what I was getting from all that. Did that and, yeah, I, I get that. And then I connect it with the first part of this chapter about being God's discipline. Right. And what makes us unshakable. Is part of that is part of his discipline. Yes. Right. Yes. God, yes. as his children, showing us, hey, this is the standard. This is the way you should be, you know, with love and understanding. And, you know, when you do wrong, you got to make it right because I want you to be unshakable. When it time, when the time comes for things to be sifted, you need to be the one that's that's not that's unshakable. Ah, uh, yeah, that's good. You tied that in. Good. Good job. I keep looking down in the corner down here because that's where my picture is of you. So I keep oh. looking. I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry. I keep trying to look at the camera, but anyway. All right. And then the very last verse, since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe for our God is a, devour, a devouring fire. Mm -hmm. Holy fear and awe. What did I say? By huh? worshiping him with holy fear and yeah. awe. What did I 
say? Did I say that? You no, you did. I was just emphasizing the the holy fear, not to be like just afraid of God, but it's it's a reverence and awe of God. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Whew. This is good stuff, man. Wow. I needed I tell it. You. Yeah. <laughs> I did too. You know, it, you were right when you said it tied all the way in from the very beginning where you, you know, it's talking about being disciplined. You're right. I mean, it. that's, that was a good take. That was a really good take. You did awesome, man. <laughs> well, that first, that first verse hit me. It did, right? <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Love it. Love it was it. good. It was good. And we are going to strip down out, get rid of all the crap. That's all. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. Get rid of the crap. Yeah. Yeah. It does slow me down. Oh, it does. Oh my gosh. That just made so much sense to me. See, now you can go back and, you know, <laughs> we don't need no stinking <laughs> therapists. <laughs> oh no, I need them, but <laughs> this will be in my counseling session, but <laughs> I, it's just, yeah, I mean, if I was more, if I was better at, at at just talking to God and, you know, being perfect like God, that would be awesome. But, but yeah, just getting in his word, hearing other perspectives and point of views. I think it's the Holy Spirit between us helping us understand, you know, what, what he's laying down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, this was like a this was like a therapy section session. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> Cleansed us. We did a cleanse. Great weekend now. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so if whoever's out there listening, uh, if you, um, if I mean, if you're reading this, uh, you should be hearing the fact that uh, you should be turning your life over to Jesus. Uh, if you have not. May Jesus, Lord of your life, uh, this is your moment. Uh, we always give you the opportunity every day. Um, we don't do a magic prayer. It's nothing that Jeremiah or I can do. It's between you and God. And uh, it's a heart issue. And uh, so we are going to lead the prayer. Uh, if you're a believer, feel free to say it uh, along with us as well. But uh, we encourage you. Uh, you know, Jesus fills that hole. You you cannot fill that hole with anything but Jesus. Alcohol, drugs, whatever that's out there, sex, food, I mean, it doesn't fill the hole. The only thing that fills the hole is Jesus. So and I don't want to get on a pulpit because that's not what we're about. We're about just reading our Bible and <laughs> having a discussion. But um, we will say the prayer and uh, and then uh, we'll go on to the little things. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him in my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. And that is the family that God is talking about in this chapter. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's exactly where we're at. Uh, you know, it's not going to be perfect. You're probably going to get a lot of backlash. And it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not painting a rosy picture here. But, you know, being a child of God is, uh, it, it's amazing. It, mm -hmm. I can't describe it. Uh, it. It's just, you just put all your trust in God and he'll take care of you. Um, so we encourage you to get to uh, a church, a pastor, uh, find a friend who's also a Christian, a seasoned Christian, and they'll help you navigate to the next uh, step. Um, we also encourage volunteering, getting in a ministry, start a ministry. You know, I mean, Jeremiah and I started this up and yeah, here we are. How many months later? Eight months later? Nine, ten? What are we at? I don't even know. But and Four like you weeks. said, 
<laughs> exactly. I, here we are, uh, almost at the end of the New Testament. You know, we've we've run the marathon, is what we've been doing. So uh, we encourage you to get uh, that help so that you can move on. And we also ask you to let us know if you uh, got yes. saved today. Let us know, and Jeremiah will tell us how to do that. Go ahead. You can email Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. We love uh, receiving emails. You can hit us up on our Facebook, Leap of Faith Podcast. Um, our website's kind of getting fixed at this moment. So hopefully by the time you, whether whenever you hear this, you know, you'll, you'll be able to go there as well and uh, see our episodes. And anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find it. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. We are definitely working on it. This is not our full-time job. So, you know, we, right. we're working together, you know, and plus we get the two-hour difference. So that has a lot uh, to do with uh, connecting up. So we are working on it. Uh, we're under construction, but we're still working on it. And you know what yeah. I said? It's a, it's a marathon. So we're not in any big hurry. But please feel free to share us with anybody. You know, we, uh, we encourage uh, people to read their Bible. Um, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of important and it really does give you a whole different perspective. You know, God wants us to be friends, just like we read yep. about today. So, all right. So uh, it's the little things. It's that time of the uh, segment. Uh, so what are we talking about there, Jeremiah? Well, you know, it kind of ties into what we read about, but kind of getting ready. I know we both have kiddos still in school, and so I know they're getting ready to to get back, uh, get back. Uh, I know my son, who's 14, has just kind of gone to sleep when he wanted to, wakes up when he wants to. Uh, he's He's got, you know, this summer that's pretty much free to do nothing because 15 and 16 he'll probably start working you know uh he wants to work now but nobody will hire a 14 year old but yeah the one thing i'll say that has impressed me with him is that <clears throat> on his own usually we start about two weeks before trying we would always try to get our kids back into the 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 time the right time of waking up and everything and he has gone about doing it himself this time, nice. uh, which is encouraging. Yeah. And so he's been trying the last couple of weeks to go to bed early and, you know, talking about, you know, sticking to a standard and being disciplined. He fought through nights of waking up at midnight or two or three in the morning and not being able to go back to sleep. And then it's been on, you know, we were on, oh, don't take a nap, don't take a nap. And that boy finally, the last two nights, has slept. He's like, I slept all night long. He goes to bed about nine or ten, wakes up. He's usually up by eight. Oh my! Which is which is impressive because yeah. then he he tends to wake me up, <laughs> nice. asking about where's coffee or where's this or that. So, <laughs> um, but I was just this summer. I was impressed at the end of the summer here that he's just he's getting up, getting ready. Cool. I'm I'm impressed. Well, you guys are starting a couple of days before we start. Mm -hmm. So uh yeah. Uh we're we're not quite there yet. Gabriel he's, is yeah. <coughs> he's a senior though. My Gabriel's a senior this year. And now yeah. I gotta say, I I've mentioned it before, you know, put on your seatbelt if you've got a senior, because it's Fast. It is the yeah. fastest roller coaster before. I, I I can't believe we've already gone through junior year. I mean, it was like a blink of the eye. And uh, and and senior year is going to be the same way. So a uh, lot of preparation. They're starting to do their their applications for college, uh, their essays, their whatever uh, resumes with all the stuff that they've done. And so. It's interesting. Uh, he does not work because I, you know, Rich and I both felt that it was kind of important for him to focus on his studies. But I'm almost to a point where it's like, you know what, go get a job. I'm tired of uh, supporting your social life. 
<laughs> so I don't yeah. know yeah. Of things with that, you know. So, but it is definitely a roller coaster. It's uh, and you know I was just watching uh, somebody on. I think somebody posted it on Facebook. It was a little TikTok video. And uh, this lady was like, oh, me and my husband, we're moving out of the house that we lived in for the last 25 years. Uh, but I want to say these three things. And let me see if I can remember what she said. The first thing is uh, a house is a house. It's the people that are in it that make it a home. And I mm -hmm. thought that is very profound. Uh, and then she said uh, something about, you know, we spend all this time collecting stuff. You know, she was shown, you know, her countertops filled with the stuff that they were packing up. She said, but instead of filling your house with stuff, you should be filling it with life experiences and things that you're doing. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, holy cannoli. Yeah, yeah. point the finger back at myself. And I can't remember what the third one was. I'll try to find it. Uh, somebody from the old church posted it, one of my good friends, Natalie. And so I'll, I'll see if I, you know, Natalie, remember? I know Natalie. Oh, yeah. She posted it and I thought, oh, this is so good. So anyway, it does. It's fast. 25 years. Oh, that's what she said. 25 years. Just like that. Mm -hmm. It really just is so crazy. You know, you think they were just this big. And yeah. I mean, I literally remember holding Joshua like this screaming. We called it the pig scream because we didn't know what else it was to call it. Did I tell you that? And I just held him. And I looked at him like, what do you want from me? That's all I could. I thought I said to him, like, what in the world do you want from me? I, I was at my wit's end. I'm like, you're fed. You're changed. You just got up from a nap. What else can I do? <laughs> and I'm still saying that to this day. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Anyway, good stuff. I mean. They're good kids. And, yes. You know, like you said, it goes into discipline, you know. Mm -hmm. Keep it, it's starting with the discipline of waking up on time, you know. Yeah. And goes back to that thing, make your bed. Remember we talked about make your bed? I'm not worried about the bed. Make your bed. <laughs> Makes you feel like you want to do something else. My bed at this moment is not made because I was on the run today. So, uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Are we done? I think we're done for today. I think we are done. It was, oh my gosh, such a great episode. Thank you. Yes. Oh man. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. So, all right. Well, everybody out there, I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. And I hope you got as much out of it as we did. Um, we don't know when you're listening. It could be morning, noon, night. We have no idea, but we uh, pray blessings over whatever time of day it is that you're getting to listen to this. And uh, we will continue improving on our uh, websites and any way that you can listen to this. Uh, but in the meantime, God bless you and have a great weekend. All right. We'll see you next week. All right, Jeremiah. See you later. All righty. Bye.